On this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast, we explore the many mishaps and missteps and misspeaks <laughs> of some of the dumbest rock stars in rock history. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Podcast. If you're tuning in, you, you know what you're going to get, right? Uh, do I have to? Do I have to? I hope so. Like every week, <clears throat> it's like, you know, hey, uh, Mr. Lombardi, uh, can you please uh, stand up in the back and tell us what uh, the meaning of. In a sentence, what capitalism is? You know, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm like, and it's every, like, yeah, blah, 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 I don't know what I'm saying. Um, it's it's how you know that the sentence is beginning. The capitalism of the first letter of the word means that that new sentence is starting. Right? All the cheddar here. All the cheddar. <laughs> Never better. Mm. Better go home, mama, and get your sweater. <laughs> oh, Fezzik, you have a great gift for rhyme. Okay, so, anyways, this is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I'm Ludini, a.k.a. Lou Lombardi. No, I'm Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. I always get those two things mixed you up. messed up. Today. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, One and the same. Yeah, uh, we've, we've got uh, Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio with us. What's up? As well as the man himself, the legend, Pittsburgh Kevin. Hey! Uh, shout out to some uh, very cool folks that uh, help us do this thing each week. Uh, Wolf's Customs. Uh, you need a uh, custom artwork on your musical instrument. Guitars, basses, drums. He doesn't discriminate. He'll do you. You do your accordion. Mm-hmm. Your ukulele. Sure. Your harpsichord. Yeah. Your auto harp. Oh your boy. melodica. Your melodica. Mm-hmm. Your jaw harp. Oh, you know, there's all kind of different harps, but anyways, so good. He'll 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 do some awesome uh, artwork on it. We're kidding, all kidding aside, very very cool. Hollow Flash, a bunch of different things. Check them out online. Find Wolf's Customs on your uh, favorite social media site, uh, RockRageRadio.com. That's where you can download the app to hear great music related content, twenty four seven, three sixty five and a quarter. <laughs> we have to be right, you know. Yeah, you know. God forbid I say something wrong and then, like, you know, it'll go down in history, you know. Right. And it'll because be all we've kind never of been wrong. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a total problem. Yeah. But in, but in any case, so so check out Rock Rage Radio. Download the app. Uh, very very cool, and you guys will really like it. Totally free, by the way. Um, and uh, check out check out us. Check out the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus and Lou Lombardi at lulombardimusic.com and or Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Uh, you want to get uh, become a part of our uh, inner circle on Facebook as a private Facebook group where we all hang out and uh, you know kind of we. Get, keep the conversation going before and after all through the week and we have a good time uh, it's all music related stuff so I think you guys like it plus get you access to some free downloads and things like that so check that out uh, lulombardimusic.com or ludinirockandrollcircus.com okay I wow like I got that on. okay wow <clears throat> I'm trying to speak more articulately mm-hmm. yes number one I'm also trying to slow down a little bit Okay. I know that was fast, but I think that was slower that than was so some of them I've done. I, I, I listen back to these things, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is that guy even saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even tell what's it. Like, I could turn it. I could. What, I, what we could do is we could record for, like, half the show, and I just yeah. slow it down <laughs> to speed. Wow, and it would probably be right. Houdini has such a deep voice now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. We're just having a little bit of fun. With you just guys. a little. It's a little bit of fun. So, mm. <clears throat> uh, we do have, as I said, we do have Lily V6. We do. Yeah, what's so... Uh, I are here. You what, You went to a very interesting uh, event. I did. I went to the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, PNC Pops, the Paul Simon Songbook. And they did all of the greatest Paul Simon songs. They, they had, I don't know, like, what was there, 20 of them or something? Started with Graceland, ended with me and Julio down by the schoolyard. 
uh, three singers they had coming from other uh, cities like New York, and I can't remember the other two, but um, sounded fantastic. I teared up a little bit. I had great seats. I won the tickets, which was awesome. And uh, I, I re- recommend going to one of these Pittsburgh pop- Pops things if you are in the area. They do several mm-hmm. of them, apparently. So. Dallas one. one. Very, very yeah. cool. <clears throat> and uh, you won the tickets doing what? Radio show. Ooh, we'll be do- oh. <laughs> On the uh, radio. Oh, yeah, I guess you could do it that way, Bob too. FM. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, Bob FM. You you have everybody has a Bob or a Randy or a Joe. They're, they're, it's all over the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just different names. Yeah, different I names. just happened on Thursday to enter a contest that they sent me in my email, and I won the ticket Friday. Like, okay, so I'm like, oh yeah, this do looks they, cool. Do they? Can, speaking of that, maybe somebody in the audience could answer this. Is are there even are there female? Is there like Kimberly FM? Oh gosh, oh. I don't know. And and Mary Jane <laughs> FM. Oh, Mary Jane FM. I, I didn't even be thinking of it that way, but yeah. you know, like Elizabeth FM. LaQuisha. LaQuisha FM. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. We got to make sure hip hop. That could be like we, a hip hop thing, right? No, no. The the, the, the idea behind those stations is they play everything. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like they literally well, play, they play everything. Like, <laughs> they play like hip hop. They'll, they'll play like they'll play like Bing Crosby, and then they'll play Metallica. Right. Like, yep. You know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so um, but we want to we want to be inclusive. Get everybody. So I'm just in wondering there. if there were they ever used the uh, uh, the, the gender Lakshmi the, FM. All you know the alternate. Yeah. You know, the, yeah I sure. don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to even say Seamus say. Why can't it be Seamus? Say What's wrong female. With... Is that like politically? No, it's now? fine. That's I think fine. it's still okay. There you go. <laughs> That's fine. Gender fluid. I love that. Gender fluid. That sounds like something like, you know, you got <laughs> on the toilet. Got, no. Oh, <laughs> got, here we go. You got the toilet seat. Oh, here it, it comes. You know, no. you know that sheets up there in Apollo? You know what I'm talking about. The one they haven't remodeled yet? The old one? Yeah, there's some uh, gender were, fluid yep, in that floor. Yeah, there's some, yeah, oh. there's some gender fluid floating around in there. Yeah. Remember we got canceled that. that one night? That was great. <laughs> I liked it. That was a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks, Mav. <laughs> but doesn't every yeah. time somebody says that... <laughs> Gender, gender fluid. Like, oh, gender fluid. Like, oh, mm. what's that? <laughs> maybe we need to rethink the name of that. Anyone? Thirty maybe weight. Tra- Thirty weight. Change that. Would be great. Yeah. Thirty weight. It's very viscosis. Viscous. Here's a here's here's a punk band. Here it comes. Here's a punk band. Yeah. Viscous gender fluid. Ah. Bingo. Write it down. <clears throat> that's like real. <clears throat> like, that's Write like it down and puke it up. Band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's almost wow. as good as Kenny G and the Shrimp Shack Shrek. It's Shrek, Captain Shrek, Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> Hello, Kenny G. Thank you, <laughs> Kenny G. Kenny G. Wouldn't work with them. Bruce Stringbean and the Sesame Street <laughs> Band. Yeah, Bruce <laughs> not as popular as the other guys, but still good music. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See us for Cookie, biggest hit. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's great, great song, great song. Um. Anyways, stupid. <clears throat> Listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You know these these, these are go. the people that have brought like all kinds of craziness to the world. That you know, and if you're a, you know, normal level-headed kind of person, you realize they're just bringing craziness and. That's fun and mm-hmm, everything like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But these guys kind of buy their own bullshit. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, I was surprised when I researched this <clears throat> by some people that like I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> they did that? You're kind of stupid. Um <laughs> As well as like, and there's going to definitely be some folks that we're going to talk about that you all are going to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We already know. We know that guy's a moron. <clears throat> and um, this is a comedy podcast, so we're just going to have a little bit of fun. Hopefully and if fun. you're going to like, if you're going to cry like a little bitch. <laughs> Bye. Fuck yeah. you, pussy. Wow. So. Um, wow. Let's go ahead. Go home. Um, in the words of the band Extreme, if you don't like what you see here, get the funk out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and just kind of look. And these are going to be things said, things done, yep. maybe bet really stupid business deals. Sure. Word. You know, so it can be anything. Yeah. And um, we're going to call it part one mm-hmm. because this, you know, the, this, the this, you oh, this, the, the, the musicians, yes. The bastions <laughs> of. 
you know, common sense and, you know, level-headed thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, let's go ahead. We're going to start with Lily. Uh, what, what, What's on your list? Ooh. I have Izzy Stradlin, and I called it When You Gotta Go, You Gotta Go. Oh, boy. So during a 1989 flight from Indianapolis to L.A., uh, the Guns N' Roses guitarist could have used a uh, little patience. Uh, annoyed that the bathroom was occupied, um, Stradlin oh, declared... drum thing? Damn it, yeah. that would have been great. Stradlin declared, I'm not waiting any longer. Then according to an FBI agent's report, he unzipped his pants and took a leak into the galley area of the plane, shocking passengers and a flight attendant. Uh, after his arrest, Geffen Records publicist Bryn- Brindenthal appealed to the First Amendment saying, relieving himself in the galley was just his way of expressing himself. Ah. Yeah. As a part of his misdemeanor guilty plea, Stradlin had to write an apology letter to the U.S. Air crew. So specifically, it was U.S. Air. <laughs> They're U.S. Air. So was it just him being a rock star or was it just him being dumb? Probably mm. just dumb. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's, that's great. That's great. Um, I think that like the, this list I'm going to talk about here, this is a kind of twisting it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is a group of musicians that were dumb altogether. Yeah. And so in other words, this is guys that were kicked out of bands for like the absolute most oh, yeah, re-re yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm just going to jump with this one. Michael Anthony got fired by the Van Halen brothers for not hating Sammy Hagar enough. <laughs> wow. Enough. Just what's the percentage that they were looking for? Well, yeah, he's been playing for the last two weeks. Watch every single interview with uh, Van Halen or members of Van Halen. You can find YouTube. Then try to figure out which member isn't an asshole. Good luck with that. But after 20 hours of research, I'm pretty sure that if uh, I had to pick one dude from Van Halen, not Tate, it would be bassist Michael Anthony. By all accounts, he seems to be just like some cool dude. Right? <laughs> so... <clears throat> Uh, the uh, Van Halen, they split with Diamond Dave in 1985. Oh, my. A lot of people blame David Lee Roth. You know, right, no. Because he's been made a career of being a narcissist. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> kind so of a hyperbolic handsome. cartoon of a man, right? Uh, and, okay, so it was easy to believe that Eddie Van Halen was uh, dying to be an artist and Dave only cared about testosterone and silliness. Uh, but as another 30 years would reveal, that's probably very wrong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it seems uh, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, well, there's a uh, video clip be flow, which we're not going to play. Um, <clears throat> but there's a clip that uh, where he seems to to, to kind of get this out of his system, and um, you know he makes the argument that the Van Halen brothers are just like little brats, <laughs> and they you know they they get very they get they're petty in a way. They get butt hurt. Yep. Oh. <clears throat> so the Van, uh, so the Van Halen books, uh, the Van Halen boys hook up with Hagar, a man seemingly less ego than Roth, and more of a traditional musician. Uh, he embraced Eddie's desire to, well, you know, you know, bring in keyboards and things like that. So you could think, well, the problem is solved. We all thought so. It seemed like a match made in heaven, didn't Pitts- Pittsburgh? Yes, Kevin? it was. Dead. Yes, that's my favorite. But, nope. After a Uh-oh. successful decade with Sammy, it seems the boys hated him too. And he was surprise fired. No. Oh. Surprise. Okay. <laughs> surprise, you're fired. <laughs> like, like and that always makes me think I, that really cringy scene at the beginning of Jerry Maguire. Oh. <laughs> when he walks out with the fish. <laughs> where, he, where he gets fired, where that guy fires him and stuff like that. It is so cringy and yep. shitty. Yep. <clears throat> when I, <clears throat> that's exact. Every time I think of the Van Halen thing, I th- think of that scene. Um... Then they, then they sort of pretended to bring back David Lee Roth, <laughs> you know. Sure. So, you know, if you still think that that's crazy, you know, look what they did with Mitch Malloy. Look what they did mm-hmm. with Gary, Gary, poor Gary Sharon. <laughs> oh, poor guy. <clears throat> you know, so finally, you know. Eddie's not feeling was well, got health problems. Michael Anthony says, uh, hey, sure, I'll play some baits with Sammy Hagar while nothing's going on with the band. Played for 30 years, and guess what? Anthony gets fired. Mm-hmm. He said in, tw- in, a, in 2010, the major reason why I'm not in Van Halen is because I became friends with Sammy again. The Van Halen brothers never got over that. If they hold a grudge, they hold it forever. This sounds like girl high school shit. Uh-huh. 
or something I do now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hate her too. <laughs> I have some ideas about that. I don't know if I want to talk about them on the podcast. They might really get me in trouble. Um, and I, it's not funny stuff. It's something I yeah. think seriously could be a thing. Um, about Lily? No, a lot of people are going to say this is bullshit <laughs> because... Wolfgang's, you know, Eddie's son is a far better musician. Sure, why not? It's hard uh, not to be a better bass player than Anthony's merely serviceable. I, I disagree Ooh. with that. Ugh. I disagree. This, this, I'm reading an article by, by oh, this is now, wait a minute, this is on Cracked. I said Cracked. So, <laughs> oh, like, well. they, they, you know, they, they bust everybody's chops. Yeah, you know, anybody knows it's Alfred E. Newman. <clears throat> <laughs> Alfred E. Newman. It is. <laughs> yeah, right? Walter Cronkite. Oh boy! <laughs> what we have at our fingertips is arguably one of the high, uh, greatest high tenor voices ever uh, that, w- that that was in Michael Anthony. Uh, in our tiny little corner of the universe, that voice is identifiable as the uh, high voice in Earth, Wind, and Fire, as identifiable as uh, like a high voice in the Beach Boys. Okay, so he says he would always mm-hmm. so they they, mm-hmm. they look he said look forward to having that reunion with Michael Anthony, but they couldn't do it because they hold. A grudge. They're like the grudge. stupid people. The dumb, dumb. They don't. They're <laughs> just fucking stupid. <laughs> I think that this has something to do, probably, with how their father acted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, that that is not that. I think that kind of behavior is a sort of maybe a, even a sign of maybe some kind of abuse or dysfunction mm-hmm. or something. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. that. You have serious serious issues. But I don't like. People like that, man. I don't go near them because it's it's one thing if you get seriously screwed over, like, right? Like seriously, right. somebody like screws you over. Like you hear about this with husbands and wives and stuff like that, you know. And there's people that can't forgive. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that just ends up eating them alive. But in any case, these guys were like kind of. I mean, they're maybe kind of psychotic or something. Yeah. You know what I mean about I it? I hate like, you because. You're friends with them. And that, and they would just, they would turn, they seem like they turn on you on a dime. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They just decide they're done with you. They're done with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like, uh, I, I, that's creepy and weird and stupid. That's what girls do. <laughs> well. Maybe it's going to come out that they actually, that Eddie and Alex were actually women. No, I don't oh, think that's going to be a wouldn't thing. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would be, but I don't. Oh, really that, next week on That's Hilarious, find out. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's disturbing because Alex plays with his shirt off. Oh. And I never noticed. Well, Joan, Jack. Why? Why did you have to go there? She's she's a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Kennedy. Yeah, I know, but she's, she's a badass. She'd kick all of your asses. And we'd like it. I, no doubt. We liked it. <laughs> She'd have to make sure she had her arthritis medicine first. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know why I'm give, picking Joan Jett. I'm just being sharp. She's going to hear this and come it's here and kick it. Yeah, right. I don't just, think she's listening I'm just tonight. digging around, just being stupid, just having fun. Okay. I think we need to talk to Mr. Joan, Fitzgerald. Joan's like, uh, did he just mention me? Anyway. All right. So I got, uh, no, he's, he's not necessarily uh, did anything dumb. And I love the Okay, guys. then you're off the podcast now because that was the assignment. That was me getting kicked off the uh, podcast. Well, no, no, no. you failed. Anyway, uh, go on. So, uh, <laughs> so I got uh, I got a Black Label Society. You all right there? You okay? Did you hit your head? Uh, DVD, right? No, I, I love Zach. I love Zach, right? So, no, you probably have a different reason. Okay. <laughs> so there's, there's of course, extras on the DVD interviews. I'm like, I want to hear what this man has to say. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> what goes to dynamite? Boom. Yeah. There you go. That's not what he said. He might as well have. He probably did, though. But the interviewer is basically like, how did you get interested in guitar? I'm like, here we go. Shed some light. Here we go. Zach's like, uh, when I was a kid, I, uh, I wanted to play baseball. I was playing baseball and I'm out there playing baseball and I'm having a good time playing baseball and uh, you know, my dad's like I really like you playing baseball and uh, I got a little bit older and I kind of lost uh, baseball and uh, now I want to be now I want to be a football player I want to be a football player and I'm out there and I'm playing linebacker and I'm like you know, I'm like what the fuck is he talking about where's the guitar part come in <laughs> and so I'm out there and one day I'm over at a friend's house and uh, he pulls out this Les Paul and he starts playing on it I'm like oh that's what I want to do 
what? <laughs> what? And I'm like, all right, maybe the rest of the interview will go well. No, it went <laughs> it downhill. Much like that. Now, granted, he may have had a couple of beers, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm like, holy cow. Any insight I was hoping to get from this man. Eh, Fail. So much. Yeah. Fail. So it's not that he did anything dumb. It's just he was just that was dumb. In, incoherent. That is kind of dumb just, well, to talk about that on a oh, yeah, DVD. Baseball. <laughs> he was praising baseball like I praise Les Pauls. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Where are, we going to, where, where are we going with this? He's a weird man, yes. and I don't like it. Look, at, <laughs> yes, he scared me. He's very big, like a biker. He's Blow got the beard. Thank you. He's got big beard, big bushy beard, and he says the f word an awful lot. But he lot. wears a dress. What's that? Or a kilt? Sorry. <laughs> He does? Yeah, he wears a kilt yeah. on stage. Oh, well, that's it. It's all he's, over. Dude, dude, he, <laughs> dude when it's he's on over. stage, man, he he was hey, fucking four before yeah. before that, uh, what's his name was? What's his name now? The, the guy plays Thor in the in the Marvel films. Oh, oh uh, I know who you mean. I don't know his name. I'm uh, sorry. Paul but Rubens. That's not yeah. it. <laughs> no? Was Ruben Blades. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the. Wouldn't it be funny? I'd love to recast the... Um, all, all of that with, like, the completely wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Okay, so we're having a good time. We're having a good time. So we're, do, we, do we have any comments? Um, just that we need help. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys are picking up what we're picking, picking um, up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Beth said you guys aren't right. Yep. Bill Thomas, Pittsburgh Kevin, was doing Elmo on Sesame Street, <laughs> doing Near and Far. That was actually Grover. I'm going to correct you because I've seen that about 100 times. I also have it on DVD. <laughs> My- <laughs> Michael Gold says, is gender fluid what is lying on the floor of a gas station bathroom? Yes. That is our comments. <laughs> Very good. Right. Because you guys are paying attention. Very good. You're passing the They're test. just not right in the head. <laughs> that was Beth. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Well, she knows I believe I'm not right in the head. <laughs> So aren't you glad you tuned in this evening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So uh, we are going to speak with Lily Von Six. Oh, Help us. So Chris Robinson is next on my list. Okay. After a 1991 concert in Denver, I didn't actually name this one. I'm kind of sad about it. The Black Crows from uh, Frontman squawked when a 7-Eleven clerk refused to sell him alcohol after midnight. As he was fuming, a fellow customer looked to her friend Elizabeth Jurgens and said, that's the lead singer for the Black Crows. When Jurgens replied, who are the Black Crows? Robinson whirled around and told her she'd know who the Black Crows were if she didn't eat so many Twinkies. Oh. Things got ugly from there with Robinson spitting on Jurgens before walking out with two cases of beer. The hard to handle singer later pled guilty to, to disturbing the peace. Wow, <laughs> sir. I didn't think he was so violent. <laughs> That is hilarious. Fat shaming. Wow. <laughs> wow. I eat Twinkies. I know who the Black Crows are. What about Shat? <laughs> ah! There you go. Shat faming. Shat faming. Let's try Shat faming. <laughs> okay. Blow it out your ass. Who let us three out of the loony bin? <laughs> I, these are the greatest comments yeah. we've ever had. <laughs> this is what we've been looking for. Finally. It's a fucking circus. That is what we're trying to do. It's alive. <laughs> oh, Bill Dami Heno says our, we're freezing a little I bit. I think I'm going to have to uh, take my pants off. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't freeze during that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say one. Can I say one? Can I say one? It's your turn. I want to say one. I want to say one. Louis, it's your turn. I'm going to say one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say one. You know that right? good do one. It. Do, it's do, it. Be good. do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, you're not going to know it. Do it. You're not going to know it. it at all. Do it. Do it. <laughs> See, don't encourage us, people. Don't. Hal, I don't know what you're going to do with this one. I feel like a fourth grade teacher. So. <laughs> you're optimistic. This is like, pre- yeah, this is like preschool. Well, I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know anything about kids, so. Wow. Uh-oh. This doesn't know the difference between a preschooler and a fourth grader. Nope. Holy shit. Nope. Dude, <laughs> you really need to do something. Uh-oh. I don't want to have children. So <laughs> good answer. And I'm not around them. I don't mean that, but like, if you don't know the difference between a, nah. a four-year-old and a I'm supposed to know the difference, the, difference, blah, 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 the difference between a four-year-old and you two, so there's that. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. 
I had to find the right sound effect for that. You need to stop. Oh, were you gonna were you gonna say one, Lou? I'm saying one. It's her. It's my. It's his turn. turn. Do it. Do it, Lou. Do it. It's my turn. When Billy Joel signed a 10-album recording contract with Family Productions in 1971, he had no idea that he would almost immediately regret the decision and that it would haunt him for almost two decades. The trouble started with Joel's first album, Cold Spring Harbor, which was produced by Family Productions head Artie Rip. Cold Spring Harbor was incorrectly mastered at the wrong speed and gave Joel a much higher voice. Wow. Rip claimed that it would cost too much money to fix and release the album anyway. Joel had signed away ownership of the recordings and publishing of his music, so he had no recourse. The album was a commercial disappointment, and Joel considered it a huge embarrassment. Joel was... You can still go by This This record is out. Like, really? You can go buy it. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've seen it in the records, so or when you see the cover, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Uh, Joel was uh, able to exit the toxic deal when Columbia Records bought out his family records contract in 72, but Rip negotiated a 4% cut of the retail price of Joel's Columbia albums for the next 15 years. Even after uh, nearly dealing Joel's career, uh, uh, killing... Uh, Joel's career before it uh, began, Rip reaped the benefits of Joel's huge success with Columbia in the 70s and 80s. In 1978, Columbia head writer Walter Yetinoff purchased Joel's publishing from Rip and gave it to Joel as a birthday present. Aww. Oh, okay. But the story didn't end there. Rip nope. released a remix version of Cold Spring Harbor in 83 that finally corrected the album's pitch to uh, further capitalize on Joel's superstar popularity. <clears throat> so this Rip dude, he was really shady. And Billy Joel, I'm not saying Billy Joel remains stupid. He probably learned a big lesson. Mm -hmm. But we will put this, chalk this up as he was really fucking stupid to sign this. A 10 <laughs> album deal. Like, I don't know who's helping he him make thought, it. I hit the jackpot. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was, yeah, because then they got you. Yeah. They fucking like got mm -hmm. you. It's, it's, it was really shitty. He, he said that <clears throat> he, here's what he was making. Here's what he was making a week. Yeah. $400 a week and he had to pay a band uh, righteous bucks man he had to pay a band when they <clears throat> the dudes from Columbia saw him his uh, wife at the time you know like did everything she got them out to a concert when they played uh, uh, the west coast and um they were like, oh, my God, he's fantastic. Like, gets up in the, he was doing the whole thing, got up on the piano. Like, he was a badass. Yeah. And um, Michael, Michael Goltz, I'm talking about Billy Joel. Hope you're listening. He is. Uh, <laughs> and he, I mean, he was a total bad. And, and they were the, the execs at Columbia wanted him. And they were like, they're like, and she was like, man, I got to shut it down. We have no money. We're completely broke. I like, we were credit cards maxed out and everything. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what do you mean you got to shut it down? And he says, he's, I have to. He says, we're, we're in this bad deal. And uh, and I can't remember the exec's um, name right off the top of my head, but <clears throat> they went and negotiated real hard with these jerks. Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's, well, they, they weren't jerks. They were, well, I don't know, the con artists, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. them. Schnucker, they they snuckered them into this deal. And um, really, um, like, hard negotiations. He, he, he intimated that he may have threatened violence <laughs> at a couple of different points know. <clears throat> but um, so it took that to get his you know his, his stuff straightened out so he could do his thing um, but yes really stupid stupid deal you know never sign anything 10 year contract 10 album contract I mean you, they could just bury you they could be like yeah mm -hmm. go make an album and then never put it out right, or whatever because right. oh. they don't want to bother with you yeah. you know, you know. Hmm. and that's happened to a lot of people that sucks um I've heard of uh, bands that um, got signed. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a band, and I can't remember the it'll, the name will come to me probably three podcasts from now. <laughs> <laughs> but they were a '90s band, and they did they were in that uh, Black Crows kind of sound. Uh huh. And they got, I believe they got signed to the same record label as the Black Crows. Uh -huh. And the, the, the reason they signed them was they didn't want these guys to overshadow the Black Crows. Mm. So they signed them mm -hmm. and they then like kind of just kind of yeah. kept them like down. They didn't really promote them and stuff. That sucks. Although imagine like if Billy would have stayed in that, uh, that contract and they just would have continually sped everything up, you know, just the songs and how they'd sound. 
Right? Now we have the chipmunks. Yeah. Could have been a whole new thing. He could have been bigger. Stupid Billy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that... um, I remember thinking that I, I thinking that his um, first album when I was a kid, that his first album I believe I thought it, I thought it was Piano Man. I, I could be wrong, but whatever it was. And then I saw this uh, thing, and I was like, "What?" And he looked he looks different. You can tell he's like really young on the cover. Um, Michael Gold chimed in. Yes, there are some great songs on Cold Spring Harbor. Artie Rip is a total piece of shit, and Kevin, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. That's what he said. <laughs> That's not very nice. About your little chipmunk. Your little chipmunk. Singing. Well, I'm shutting the fuck up now. <laughs> here's Billy Joel. No, we love you. you. Lily, stop here's, looking at the phone, and I'm going here, to... Here's how you, I have a sample, a cut from that uh, Cold Spring Harbor from the original. Do it, do it. Here's yeah. what it sounds like. And there See, it is. That's, that's gold. <laughs> that's gold right there. Michael, just kidding. I We're know, just having Michael. fun. Nah, come on. Mike. Chill your uh-huh. shit out. Come on, Mike. Here, wait a minute. Here, here, here. Take here. What See, is that? That's the chill pill. Oh. Just take, just take one of those. Can I have one? Call a doctor. Woke him up. Said, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. I think I'm going to invite, invite. I think I'm going to invent chill pills. I think that's, we should, we should sell chill pills. Well, Lily and I have already invented the drinkerette. <laughs> no. So I invented it. I said it first. We stole actually, it. you just Not came up copyright. with the name. You yeah, didn't say we copyright. Actually invent, we actually invented came up with the whole concept. <laughs> well, you can came up with the name. We're like, you like Drinkerette. To, you like to smoke? You like to drink? We got something for you. The Drinkerette. Light up. Best of both worlds. The best of both worlds. <laughs> Speaking of Van Halen, right? Oh, I don't really have it. The only, thing I, the only other one I thought of was uh, good old Lars from uh, Metallica and this whole Good world. old There's Lars. There's nothing wrong with him. What are you trying no, to say? I'm just saying I, I get I get I get I get where he was coming from, but geez, the way he pulled it all off and I'm just pissed off because I couldn't get free music off of Napster anymore. Ah. Uh, yes. Like, you, so, you know, instead of I kinda feel that, that was a dumb move, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean like use your brain and say, All right, there's this new medium. What can we how, how can, can we, we get make money? money instead of just Money's. shutting the whole damn thing down? So thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, <laughs> thanks honey. Thanks for nothing, honey. <laughs> Chill pills are called Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Michael. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. What one was I going to even do? I don't even know now. Oh, oh Slash. Mm. Wait, what? Slash. Explain. Hangover style is what I called it. This, but you listen. know, this guy, like, I read a bit about this dude, and seriously, yes. th- no, that's fucking stupid. What? Some of this shit, the, the, go ahead. I okay. Don't, because he did some <laughs> fucking, like, come on, like, now. the kind of shit, now, this is the kind of shit that could land you in the fucking morgue type shit that oh he did. Anyway, <laughs> he's been sober for a hot second, but, um... After a near-death experience where he was told he could have died at 35, uh, right before toning down his drug abuse, Slash used to uh, blow blow <laughs> out his advanced paycheck by buying insane amounts of heroin and cocaine. In the early 90s, while high on drugs, he became convinced that a monster that looked like the Predator was chasing him with weapons and managed to run completely naked through an Arizona golf uh, resort, <laughs> smashes a glass door, oh. took a maid as a shield, and then hid behind a lawnmower. And if that wasn't enough, what about the time when he picked up a mountain lion as a pet and kept it in his hotel room? Um, mm-hmm. Hangover style is where I got that mm-hmm. one from. Mm-hmm. Uh, while, uh, while in Beijing, um, Curtis, the, the lion's name, uh, escaped from the cage and completely destroyed the room before being sedated. Huh. So, there's two no. stupid things he did. There you go. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking, like... <laughs> no. Maybe him and Zach he, should go bowling. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> They, they probably they, have. They, they, <laughs> yeah, I can, you know who would be? You know what would be like? It would be like him, him, Zach Wild. We need a third guy. Give me a third like fucked up uh, rock guitar player, like guy who's like completely out of his mind, but he's a rock guitar player. Ooh, mm. my brain just broke. I don't know. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Put us on the spot. <laughs> I can't think of anybody. Like Billy Joe from uh, Green, Green Day. Day. Uh huh. The three uh-huh. of them go bowling, Big Lebowski style. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Billy. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You did exactly Shut Billy. Shut the fuck up, yeah. Billy. Or Billy Corrigan. He'd be oh, another. There you go. He might even be better. That, that's probably better. Yeah, that's the better one. That's the better <laughs> one. There you go. So, Zach Wild, 
Well, dude, you got to do this. Slash. Zach Wild and Slash and Billy Corrigan. Yeah, they're all balling. You can be Zach Wild, I'll be Slash, and you can be Billy Corrigan. <laughs> there you go. You get a top hat, I'll grow my beard out. <laughs> Lou, you just stay the same. <laughs> got to shave some things. Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> John Lennon, no! <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir Ilyich Lenin! <laughs> um, Cross the line. Walter, you're an asshole. <laughs> okay, so we're not going to talk about the Big Lebowski. Oh, good. <laughs> it's your <laughs> turn. Yeah, this Slash dude, like, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, you can blame some of that on that, that drugs, but... They, you you got a wild side in you or something to like. There's a little streak of yeah, something, something going something on like, there. Yeah. There's, some, some shit ain't there's right a lot there. of rock stars on drugs that don't do this. <laughs> okay, um, I want to do I want to do this. This is oh boy. I'm gonna mix it up a bit. I, I've been trying to kind of like mine is more like stupid some, things. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to mix up different genres of this oh. subject okay. matter here. Um. Uh, oh boy! So these are um, I rock, read some these of are quotes. Great. These are like stupid quotes from some of our most beloved rock stars. And um, Ozzy Osbourne, my son Jack just got out of rehab. He's 17 years old and he got hooked on oxycotton. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a little pissed off that he never gave me a few. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. I mean, as Sebastian, a great parenting right there. Beautiful. A kid one. Uh, this is uh, Le- from Lemmy. A kid <laughs> once said to mm-hmm. me, "Do you get hangovers?" I said, "To get hangovers, you have to stop drinking." Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. David Lee Roth. <clears throat> I used to jog, but the ice cubes kept falling out of my glass. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a hazard. Yeah, shut the fuck up. It's a hazard. Uh, Keith Richards, uh, you know, there's, there's, oh, there's, there's like 20 of his, but, uh, yeah. um, I never had a problem with drugs. I've had a problem with the police. <laughs> um, following phrase, even though coming from Gene Simmons, who could have gotten an entire article of his own, <laughs> is something that most of seasoned rock stars can agree on. I hope the guy who came up with the phrase sex, drugs, and rock and roll rots in hell. I'd like to change it so it makes more sense. Sex, death, and rock and roll. <laughs> so kids don't do drugs. Um, oh, here's one, here's one from Marilyn Manson. Christians are like dinosaurs about to become extinct. Wow, interesting. Didn't happen. No. <laughs> John Lennon... <clears throat> from famous for you know we're more popular than Jesus now has a little more context surrounding it uh, than most of us know. Christianity will go; it will vanish and shrink. I needn't argue about that. I am right. I'll be proven right. We are more popular than Jesus now. I don't know which will go first: rock and roll or Christianity. Jesus was all right, but his disciples were thick and ordinary. It's them twisting it. That ruins it for me. Mm. That's some logic. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be a good one. Axel Rose. <laughs> yes. Honestly, dude, I, I have a hard time saying that this is a great, actually, I think it's a great quote. I, actually, I think these are brilliant, so this is, I apologize, this is on the wrong part. The next one is, is really stupid, but this is Axel Rose. I'm not God, but if I were God, Three quarter of you would be girls, and the rest would be pizza and beer. What's wrong with that? Exactly. Nothing. What's wrong with that? Except for three quarters of us would be fighting constantly. Right over me. <laughs> over you. And who's going to deliver me the beer and the pizza? We're going to take all the beer and the pizza and fight each other. Six months <laughs> go by very, very quickly when you're a genius. Who do you think said that? Kanye. Robert Plant. What? Wow. Being sober on a bus is totally wow. different than being drunk on a bus. That Chris Martin That's one makes my brain right. hurt. 
Well, that's true, no matter who you are. <laughs> I'm just... Um, J- uh, Jim Morrison, uh-huh. you know, considered a like, great poet and stuff. Sure. I think the highest and lowest points are the important ones. Anything else is just in between. That's either brilliant or stupid. Yeah. I'm going dumb. It's a fine line. (laughs) It's a fine Fine line. It's like a fine line between brilliant and stupid. What does he say? Stupid and clever. (laughs) Clever and stupid. That was brilliant. No, it is clever, isn't it? It's very clever. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, wait. Who said this? Um, The ability... Wait a minute. Okay, this is good. Uh, here's, the, here's the quote first. Okay. The ability for a woman to orally satisfy somebody in a rock band, mm-hmm. that's more important to a rock and... That is what's most important to a rock and roll musician. Hmm. Magic. Let's think about that. Who could it be? The ability for a woman to orally satisfy somebody in a rock band, that's important to a rock and roll musician. So, that's the quote. Who do you think said that? Uh. Surprising. Who said it to me? <laughs> I don't. I can't. Uh, I can't venture a guess. Uh, Chad Kroger. Oh, here's a stupid one. I just found out that uh, uh, Avril Lavigne, yeah, is going to make a movie based on her song "Skater Boy." Oh God. With the song being the whole premise of the movie. Great. Th- what? Like by Wait far a her worst song. You know, that's like when. Saturday Night Live made the Coneheads into a movie. There wasn't hardly enough to make a skit. They made a whole movie out of it. Right. Although it was kind of charming, for I guess for what it was. This will not be anything like that. This will but suck. I, but I worse. thought. But I thought like wasn't There's that no the con- premise of the music video? I would is think it's going to be two hour music. Video? Yeah. It's, no. That she's there. She's going to play the song. What would be great is if they literally just played the song over and over. And over. <laughs> I will be killing myself that day if I yeah. see that. So. <laughs> And they just show the video over and over. People well, get yeah, all yeah, excited, yeah, yeah. and then they go and. I'm they... excited about it because you know she's quite relevant in this day and age. Yeah, so she's really you know. like yeah, she's really amazing. <sighs> By far her worst song. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Bill Damiano, dear God, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and finally the quote by Trent Reznor, which is not really about sex no but still in the same ballpark okay <laughs> sometimes we pee on each other before we go on stage you know that does not surprise me from him <laughs> at well, all Lily, there's something <laughs> the Lou and I have to tell you about before you walk in that's great I don't give a Some, shit what the hell you guys I, I gotta get off of this webpage it's upsetting me sometimes we pee on each other too that's great I'm glad I I mean not intentionally I don't we get just get a little crazy I'm glad I don't <laughs> get to there. see that <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand you. It's a little accidental. I'll bet. Like that, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. There it is. So, oh. I had I'm kind of uncomfortable oh, with that. No. I had this idea. You're uncomfortable with that? Because I'm. That's what you're uncomfortable with. I don't with. like clowns. Well, this so is what freaks me out. Oh. We oh, but wait till you meet him. No. I don't want to meet him. I don't want to hear the sound and you want me to meet him? No, so you don't we, seem to understand. I do. We made up this uh, clown well, before you got here. Clown. So so what I told Kevin, he was, he was telling me a story about something happened at work and he he, he had some great quip. Right. You know, that was yeah, really funny. Yeah. And I told him, I said, what you should do is just get a little like bike horn or like a clown's horn and keep it on your wrist at all times. No. And just whenever you make a funny joke, like give like squeeze a couple, it. Yeah, squeeze it. And Look. just see how long it takes for people to go, like, kind of, <laughs> like, notice What's wrong it. with him? <laughs> right? I'd rather you guys pee on each other. <laughs> no, I don't like that. No? I don't like that. Well, there goes our idea. I mean, you could do it together alone when you're peeing on each other. Just don't <laughs> do it when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Lou. Sorry. Right. Okay. So All right. Enough that. about peeing on each other. And Honky the Clown. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we so, so then Kevin would say, yeah, I would just sort of, we're just like, well, re- rebrand himself as Honky the Clown. This is what I get. Honky right? the Clown. He's, he's Bones' cousin, Honky. Honky Bones. Honky, oh, honky the Clown. Well, I guess he's not coming to the podcast. The Thanks, Lily. Okay. Sad now. Sad oh. Clown. <laughs> yeah, Sad. Pretty much. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! Um, so, um, 
Yes. Yes. You want to throw? Yes. Uh, you want to throw another one or so out I'll there? I'll throw one. I'll See throw it sticks. somewhere. See what sticks. Michael Todd. You know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. You do. July of 2011, the Coheed and Cambria bass player ah. arrived in mm-hmm. Massachusetts on a luxury tour bus hours before a gig at the Comcast Center in Mansfield. He walked into a local Walgreens and threatened to bomb the joint if he didn't get pain pills. The pharmacist handed over six bottles of OxyContin and Todd caught a taxi to the Comcast Center. He was on the tour bus a little later when police caught up with him. As the band walked on stage, Todd was being booked and processed. <laughs> he was sentenced to one year of home confinement. Makes it hard to tour. Meanwhile, he threatened with a bomb, but just home confinement. It's okay. Well. <laughs> wow. That's great. Wow. <laughs> Is this from your list? Some of them. I took some of them. I took like four of them from that list. Maybe not even four. While visiting a pub in his hometown of Peterborough, Ontario in 2010, Mm -hmm. former Skid Row singer Sebastian Bach (laughs) asked the pub's uh, musician of the evening if he and his friends could sing. The musician, Josh Gontier, right? Uh Told them to talk to the (laughs) pub manager. Instead, they sat down and heckled Gontier. Uh, Bach threw ice cubes at him, according to the Toronto Sun, asking if he knew who the star was. The staff asked the group to leave. Uh, when Bach was told he couldn't uh, take his wine outside, he smashed his glass against the front door. While waiting for police to arrive, pub owner Jim Kokoros put Bach <clears throat> in a bear hug, prompting Bach to bite his hand. Charges were dismissed. America gets rock stars a little more than Canada does, Bach. A box in later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's in true box fashion, though. And and I've heard this that this is not a I heard this is not a one time thing. Oh no! I heard that he likes to like <laughs> show up places and like like yeah you know I am right. Yeah, you're number three member of the Rush <laughs> fan club of Canada, man. Wow. Oh, Sebastian. So, you know, that's like, you know, that's really stupid. Like, small-minded, <laughs> you're an idiot. That's right. Just you get up and sing. That's don't just ask. sort of his way. He's just an asshole wherever he goes, quite honestly. But don't make, stop making excuses for him just because you, like, want to have seven of his babies. I don't want to have any of his babies. Okay, you want to have, like, two of his babies. I'll take, so, like, uh, if, if he has a cat, I will take one. But okay. that's all. I'll take I'll his cat. <laughs> if his you cat had babies, I will cat? take a cat. <laughs> I can't have my cat. Do you know who I am? I can't have my cat. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, goodness gracious. Pittsburgh, Kevin, do you have anything you would like to contribute? Uh, uh, anything else you would like to contribute? No. Uh, to, 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 <laughs> He's done. Pint- he quits. Oh, my, I, 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 good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> I say. I have to sample that. i got to make sure we have that. Yeah. You know, all I got right now is. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. Which I love. You lose. I love that. I loved when they would do that on the Howard Stern show when um, they would prank people and play that. Oh, mm-hmm. people would lose their minds. <clears throat> I love pr- uh, by, like prank calls. Like, can't, can't <laughs> Did you listen to the Jerky Boys? Ever? Yeah, we all. Uh, <laughs> I love the Jerky Boys. The <laughs> yeah, I had I had like both their CDs. So did I. <laughs> I think I still do somewhere. I was yeah. I thought those guys kicked ass. Um, crank anchors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Who was the who was the who the insult dog? Oh, uh, Triumph. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Meet the coupon. Oh my goodness. So, um, do you want to do any more, Lily? I kind of want to talk about the Foxy Brown one. Oh, Let's do it. Okay, do it. In 2007, Brown was already on probation for assaulting two manicurists at a Florida beauty shop. After purchasing a bottle of hair glue at the Queen Beauty Supply in Pembroke Pines, Brown went to a bathroom to try it out. After 15 minutes, store owner. Hysam Ghanim knocked on the door and said they were closing. Brown allegedly said, I bought this glue and I'll do what I want to do. Then flung the door open, tried to squirt Ghanheim with the glue and knocked over a shelf of spray bottles in a profanity-filled tr- tantrum. Mm. Sounds like me when I'm mad. Yeah. Uh, later, Brown, who'd been ordered to take an- anger management classes after the manicure incident, swatted a cop mm-hmm. who said he was forced to use a takedown maneuver. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I just find that and funny. Has, and I need... Okay, I am not too, you know, arrogant of a person to admit when I don't know something. Oh, okay. So She's a rapper. Okay. 
I just no, thought it was see, funny. See, I thought you were going to go with the other obvious question. What the hell is hair glue? Uh, <clears throat> I think it's for wigs. I really don't know, though. Well, look at Lou and I. I know, but I... We, we, mine's real. Yeah, I know. Look at, <laughs> yeah. Hair glue. Huh. Foxy Brown is a rapper. Foxy For those who don't know, I just thought it was a funny story. <laughs> Yeah, it's because that's that's just like women anger right there. Uh Let's just I beat up a manicurist and now I'm going to take this hair glue and do whatever it is I'm doing in this bathroom with it. I beat up a manicurist. They should have just closed, (laughs) shut off the lights, locked up and just left. I mean, that's what I should come out after about an hour gone. Yeah, that whole store would be tore up. (laughs) Uh, Tony Braxton, what a tall drink of water. Oh, man, I was so in love with her. Of course, you hair glue. Probably. (laughs) She's smoking. Goodness, Lord Jesus. She's a nice lady, too. Oh She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Blow it out your ass! Oh, Lou, come on. <laughs> All the violence. I'm going to blow something out my ass later. Later? Not now. Well, you never know. <laughs> <sighs> you know, like, <clears throat> I think that some of these, um, this day in music... Um, Makes you mad? No, 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 no. I think some of them are like funny because you're like, this, this this means something to somebody, but it's not going to mean anything to the three of us. It's unlikely right. it's going to mean anything to the guys, to the guys and girls, non-gender specific, Fluid. gender fluids. Stop saying that gender word. Gender fluid specific. It's like moist. <laughs> moist gender fluid. Why, why do women not Ugh. like that word? I don't like that word either. It's disgusting. I like cake when it's that word. Stop. Lou, talk about the thing. So, but, but, you know, the leading thing here is 1953, Guy Mitchell was at number one on the UK singles charts with She Wears Red Feathers. No way. Me too. That is awesome. <clears throat> I don't really know. What that I have no is. idea. Um, the Beatles. Beatles. What, they did, they did something Radio performance appearance at Playhouse Theater from Manchester for the BBC Radio Teenage turn. Here you know we what's go. Sad as I can understand him. Yeah, I can too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. <sighs> then what happened? Uh, speaking of stupid shit. <laughs> yes. The Beatles turned down being at Woodstock. I did know that. There's huh. a whole. There's a story about like yet, a bunch of bands that were asked and didn't play. And yet, Shanana. And yet, it didn't there. actually right. matter, <laughs> to be honest. So there's that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, the Beatles really should have played. I would have gone. <laughs> How old were you? When was it, 67? See, you don't even know, do you? Is it 67? I actually don't know. See, come on. If only we had some way of accessing information. Oh my God, in heaven, um, quit. Brian Wilson I came it, up in my uh, research. He was 69 or 67. <clears throat> I can't remember. One was this. 69. It was 69? I was four years old. I could have went. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Lou. <clears throat> Sorry. So, <laughs> whose podcast is it? <laughs> it just seemed He's like lost the podcast. Oh, oh, my God, I can't work out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast. I want my, I'm going want my home. manager. My, I want my manicurist. <laughs> wow. Wow. Somebody me? draw me a hot bath. Wait, you beat you up the me? manicurist. You can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> we have a mannequin. Um. <laughs> Brian Wilson came up in my uh, uh, research. research today. Yeah, and he got up and at the um, I believe at their induction in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and like <clears throat> insulted a bunch of people, and then <laughs> like it was really hard. I can't remember who he, who he picked on the top of his head, but the caveat was Bob Dylan performed later and got up and said I want to thank Brian Wilson for not for not mentioning him. <laughs> <laughs> not Brian Wilson. Brian... Mike Love. I'm saying Mike Love, Mike Love. Oh. Love. Okay. I was gonna say, does Brian even know what he said? <laughs> <clears throat> that Brian Wilson, man, he's a he, that's a uh did you, did you see Love the, and uh, Mercy or... Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. It was, it was pretty good. It was different. It was different. Um but uh these <laughs> these are funny. Um yeah, I'm not even going to talk about that now. <laughs> don't, it, don't talk about the Beatles I, you know, again. Yeah, we mentioned Guy Mitchell. This is like nothing. Nobody's going to know this. Um, Sixty-seven, working on their next album, the Beatles recorded additional overdubs for lovely Rita, including harmony vocals. 
So the Beatles like bloody 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 the 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 on this day in 1972 the Beatles farted and it stunk a little bit just a little <laughs> they didn't shart no yeah. no shart and uh, Paul Buckle. McCartney ate a sandwich but what kind <laughs> yeah on yeah. this day John Lennon it's cheese and onions woke up with a headache and beat his wife <laughs> beat his wife and. Slapped his child. Did you say peed on his wife? No. Either way, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like a pee beating. <laughs> beetle pee beating. A beetle pee beating. It's a beetle pee beating, isn't it? Beetle pee. Beetle pee. <laughs> you know, I wonder how much beetle pee would go for if you could. I probably. If somebody would have thought to say that. Michael Goltz, be careful, Lily Six and Kevin. Lou could be uh, go all Van Halen on you too and fire your asses. <laughs> yeah, Lily, Lily and I are friends. You guys are out of here. Lou would do that um, to us. <clears throat> here's an interesting Lee Marvin, yeah. the actor. He's, he's a tough, yeah, he's a man. Well, he was at number one on the UK singles chart this day in 1970 with Wandering Star from the film Paint Your Wagon. Wow. Yeah, I just watched a little uh, mini documentary on YouTube, like a 12 minute documentary about that movie. Mm-hmm. And um, they mentioned that he, that he had a hit. A musical hit singing the theme song wow. to the movie. I'll sing it. Simon and Garfunkel's album Bridge Over Troubled Water started a 10 week run at number one of the U.S. chart on this day in 1970. Wow. Yay. But the duo had split up by the time of the release. Wow. Oh my goodness. Bruce Springsteen, during a showcase gig at Max Kansas City. Uh, records boss John Hammond suffered a heart attack. The event was uh, to mark the signing of his new act, Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. Wow! So he's recording. His the guy that signs him uh, has a heart attack there. That's great. That's that's very bizarre. Now that's now that's an interesting thing in rock history. Yeah. For sure. You know. Okay. Yeah. Max's Kansas City is one of the first places Aerosmith played. See. We're learning so much tonight. I know. <laughs> um, do, do you like the movie Deliverance? I <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> yes and yes. Yeah. Squeal. It, some of it makes me sick to my stomach, Squeal, but I will watch it. I, I, <laughs> no. I don't think I haven't. Oh, Hello. Oh hey. hey. <laughs> Getting to know. A song from the movie Deliverance <laughs> called Dueling Banjos. Banjos. By Eric uh, Weisberg and Steve Mandel became one of the few 1976 medals to be awarded a gold record. That's interesting. Oh, interesting. The record had topped uh, the Cashbox magazine bestsellers list and reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100. <clears throat> um, there's all kind of interesting stuff about that scene when they play it in the movie, yeah. like when they play the dueling banjos in the movie, and like, <clears throat> that's not that kid's arm. I did know that. I did know that. Grafted someone else's arms onto his Uh, body. They did. They did a very kind of like using camera angles and stuff Uh like that. They hid somebody's arms coming up from underneath. Like it was a very simple like thing that they did, but they just filmed it in the right way that you can't tell. That's one of those movies on IMDb that I read all the trivia for. So I did. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely um, fascinating. What year? Um, What year the movie? Nineteen seventy-three. So you know that song, like well. Maybe not so much you, but like you and I were, you know, alive in that period. And I remember hearing that song. I'm just thinking to myself, did we hear it on the radio? Did the radio play yeah. that instrument? They probably yeah, did. Yeah. It, no, it was the number two was on the you, Billboard. Was it? Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Um, it was a big hit. So, um, it's like um. Yes. It's like one of the songs that, like, you kind of like you pick around on the guitar for a little while. Mm-hmm. You find it. You're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> one of those um, type of things. It's a uh, yeah, and it, it kind of was. You know, it's a bluegrass song that kind of became a pop hit. It's mm-hmm, weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool jam. Uh, do you say David Bowie or do you say David Bowie? Bowie. I say Bowie. I believe in his home country, it's Bowie. Well, I believe I don't care. They're stupid. <laughs> I believe I don't care. <laughs> I believe you can kiss my ass. It's a Lily song. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Stop thinking about it every night and day. Get your ass out and fly away. Oh, my God. Here we go. Get the fuck out of my face. 
sounds like me. Wow. <laughs> Dave Bowie Bowie uh, released his ninth solo album, Young Americans. The album Ooh. marked the departure from the glam rock style of Bowie's previous albums, showcasing his interest in soul and R&B music. Young Americans featured the song Fame, co-written by Carlos Alomar and Juan Lennon. She. <laughs> which gave Bowie his first U.S. Uh, number one hit single. So the change in direction worked for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Elton John was immortalized in, in wax at Madame Tussauds in London, the first rock star oui. since the Beatles on oui. this day in 1976. Wow. <clears throat> There's some good ones on this one. Um, on this day in 1980, the film Coal Miner's Daughter, the biography of Loretta Lynn, Loretti. starring Sissy Spacek, Spacek won the Academy Award for Best Actress for her portrayal of Lynn. Tommy Lee Jones and Beverly D'Angelo also play leading roles in the film, which was a huge success with critics at the box office. Hmm. So go Loretta Lynn. There you go. Yep. And um, this day in 1991, George Michael, uh, readers of the Rolling Stone magazine, voted George Michael. The best male singer and sexiest male artist. I mean, he's pretty spicy. Back in the day. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Madonna's song in, in 1998 went to number one, the UK singles chart uh, 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 with Frozen, the singer's oh, eighth like UK song. number one, uh, taken from her uh, dance-influenced album, Ray of Light. So, and let's wap, wap up, wap up. Let's wap up. Wap, wap. Let's wap, wap. I guess we're... Elmer Fudd now. Go ahead. <laughs> Kill the rabbit. <laughs> wow. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Did you ever see the um, What's wrong with Princess Bride? Yes. 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 Wow. Wow. Wow with wowage. Mowage. I remember going to see that in a movie theater and going like, what, what's, what, happening? what's happening? Here? Did somebody like <laughs> like put something in my drink or something? You know what I mean? Like, is the acid just kicking in now? I was like, what the what, fuck? And they do the whole thing, about? and I'm like, oh my god! And and you know, they just did it because it was going to be funny, right? Like, it really has, yeah. makes no sense, but it's just fucking funny. That's the rule of comedy. As long mm-hmm. as it's funny, long doesn't matter. Fun. Yeah. Marriage. Uh, Towns Van Zant was born this day in 1944. Uh, his music has been covered by such notable and varied artists as Bob Dylan, Lyle Lovett, Steve Earle, Cowboy Junkies, Andrew Bird, Allison Crass, uh, Gillian Welsh, Willie Nelson, and Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. Yeah, they had a big hit with Poncho and Lefty in 19... <clears throat> in I don't know when. <laughs> it doesn't just, matter. You I can started have said anything in, in 2089. <clears throat> wow. I'm old. <laughs> you guys would be dead. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Chris White, bases with the zombies. Um, she's not there. Tell her no. She's coming home. Time of the season. Born uh-huh. in 1945. 1945. Michael Fisher, Procol Harum. Yes. Stay in 1946. Peter Wolf. I like this band a lot. Um, uh-huh. From the Jay Giles band. Sure. No, I want to hear born, that song. Born this day in 1946. Wow. Ernie Isley. Ooh. Oh. Uh, from the Isley Brothers. I know a lot of people who don't like them, but I like them. I like their Chip Tam. Of course well, they, you do. Well, they gave Jimi Hendrix a gig. The Klondikes. He was their guitar player. I like that. I like the sky, skyscro- skyscraper ice cream cones at Isley's. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't know these brothers, though. Why well, there was more than one restaurant? I guess maybe... <laughs> See what I have to deal with? One guy couldn't run them all. I guess his couple brothers. Um, who remembers Taylor Dane? I love Taylor. Oh yeah, Dane. tell it to my heart. Mm-hmm. But she was fine. Fine. Yeah, I see. She was a fine people yes, woman ma'am. back in the day. Wanted to get with her. She's sixty. <laughs> If 16? you know what I mean, she's in my wheelhouse. I take a sixty-year-old. <laughs> I take a sixty-year-old Taylor Dane yeah. over a fifty-year-old whoever. Taylor, if it doesn't listening. even matter who Happy it is. Birthday, Taylor Dane. Happy birthday, Taylor. Paul Davis. Paul Davis. Not that Paul Davis. The other one. Paul Davis. Another Paul Davis. Oh, okay. Not the Paul Davis who sang "Do Right" knows cool songs. Right, in the right. 70s. No, it's a different. This, one. Yeah, this is some different. Guy. Have from the Happy Mondays. What? 
Half of the happy Mondays. That's just wrong right Well, we there. do the podcast on Mondays. Well, that's so true. It is it happy. happy Mondays. Well, it's happy in the evening, at least. I'll feel happy in the evening, too. <laughs> so that's, yes. that's pretty much the birthdays. Oh. Some of these people, I don't know who in the hell they are. And I'm sorry. So if I miss sorry. your He also person, doesn't care. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, if you want to, to talk about those people, announce. you can start your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we won't listen to yours either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, does anybody, is anybody want us to need, do we need to address anybody in the audience again? No, we don't. Somebody said, <laughs> who says a Peton? What's that mean? I don't. Re- that was Chris Thunderwolf. I'm not sure what he meant by that. Uh, he says maybe say he's peeing. Oh. Uh, oh, Taylor Taylor Dane was hot as hell. That's Michael yes. Gold's force. Yes, still is, but that's fine. Oh, uh, we're having a good time. All right. So we've pretty much, um, I think, come to the end, haven't we? Yeah. Blow it out your ass. Oh, there you well, go. I think. I think. I, <laughs> I think is. you've had enough. The end, then. I think so. I guess it's gonna be the end for today. I just. Uh, my only friend, the end. <laughs> okay, I have some funny band names to share oh, with you. Oh, here guys. we go. Okay, After here we go. Done, but... This is what we waited for. All right, all guys. Um, you check out Wolf's Customs. Go to wolfscustoms.online <laughs> or find them on social media to get custom artwork done on your musical instrument. RockRageRadio.com is the app. Download it, listen to great music. Uh, great music programming, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com and LudLombardiMusic.com to become part of the uh, inner circle as well as, uh, you know, get access to some cool downloads and stuff like that. Uh, Lily? I have my show on Rock Rage Radio. It's Hot Licks with Lily Six, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Download the app for free or just go to RockRageRadio.com. Awesome. And um, Captain Obvious now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Pittsburgh. Mr. Pittsburgh. I'd like to thank everybody that came down to uh, the Cannon Laundromat Wednesday morning. <laughs> uh, my appearance down there. Uh, there's so many. I can't remember all of your was names. Was it lounge music? It was lounge music. <laughs> uh, we watched the TV. We Did you watched, have a charcuterie uh, board? A what? Never mind. Oh, my. But uh, no, but we watched my laundry. And uh, Guys, thank you so much for coming down. I'll be there again Wednesday morning. Please feel free to come down and bring food. Blow it out your ass! I'll do that later. <laughs> I... I'll do that after you feed me. So, Charcuterie. Charcuterie! Yes. Ch- Charcuterie. Charcucci is what people say now. Sharknado. Or that. All right, guys. Are we done? <laughs> I think we're done. I think we need to Sure. Pee. I got to go, pee, so yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> you guys have a great week. We'll catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast. Oh, by the way, oh, we, by the way, give you a sneak preview. Next week is our album. Yes. Oh. Here's the title of the podcast. Now, don't start shit right now. It, the title of the podcast is going to be... You ready for this? Do it. It's going to be... Uh-huh. Saint Anger. Now shut it oh, off quick. Oh my God. <laughs> Is it as bad as you remember? Wow. Check it out. Catch you guys next week. Have a great one. <laughs>